Hello and welcome everyone to Current Events, the podcast about what two randos on the internet are watching on television. And right now, that's Star Trek Discovery Season 2, Episode 5, Saints of Imperfection. Imperfection. Uh, a below average episode from my point of view uh, and a worrisome one as to the indications of where the season is going but we'll get into that Uh, right now I want to tell you that I'm Jake McMillan and joining me is my good friend Mike Slocum say hi Mike hey everybody we don't do the IMDB recap anymore which is probably fine (laughs) (laughs) for the best (laughs) they're pretty useless for these kind of complicated shows so uh, let's just uh, open with uh, Burnham uh, running purposefully down the hallway because she's headed towards engineering because Tilly has disappeared inside Feared. the cocoon. Yes, down the rabbit hole. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so the thing about that is the cocoon is now empty. They don't know mm-hmm. where Tilly is. Yep. And there is some question as to whether she was digested uh, or transported. Right, mm-hmm. so they'll yeah. they'll work that out later. But uh, at the moment, as uh, Burnham tells us, you know, even though she has this personal problem with her best friend gone missing, she's still uh, a soldier and she has job to do. So she has to go back to the bridge because they yeah. have picked up Spock's shuttle. Yeah, or at least not found it anyway. Yeah. Yes, they've they've found its trail and it's heading into a nebula. Uh, hoping to lose them in the clouds of hydrogen gas, mm-hmm. uh, which it does for a moment with a very clever move, uh, ignites the the hydrogen gas around him. I don't know how you do that in space, but um, how it burns yeah, without he, anything else. <laughs> <laughs> I guess he injected a tremendous amount of oxygen, oxygen. into it. I guess <laughs> yes, could don't be. Know. <laughs> um, uh, well, everybody and, knows hydrogen's flammable. Clearly, so right. you know, yes. like. Yeah. Yes. So uh, we've talked before about how sometimes they don't seem to bother to ask their science advisors on this show about things that they think will look pretty. Yeah. Uh, But anyway, so uh, for a moment, the shuttle eludes them because he blinded their sensors with this explosion and then came to a full stop and they flew right by him. (laughs) Yes. Which is pretty good, but uh, they get right back on him again. Top gun move. Yeah. And they, oh, we get a really cool shot because we get torpedo POV. Yes. They launch a torpedo and uh, I guess detonate it close enough that it takes out his engine. Yeah, okay. Now, this is, I have a little, they didn't talk to their science advisors again because he said <laughs> detonated it at 100 yards. Right. <laughs> what? That would have vaporized that sucker. Yeah, that's where you have a problem. You know, it's like a conventional explosion really requires on there being an atmosphere to cause pressure wave. Yeah. Uh, a, uh, a photon torpedo is pure energy as i understand it so Mm -hmm. i mean 100 yards ain't going to do much good (laughs) so uh, anyway but uh, they did something let's just say they just they disable it somehow and uh they they uh pull the pull the shuttle on board and uh captain pike says burnham come with me we're going to go talk to spock and she has a look on her face like oh no oh great we're starting to recognize this pattern Yes, <laughs> right. we are. Right. Because the minute they focus on Burnham's Burnham face, face, we know we it's know. not going to be Spock, Spock, and she's going to have to make the same expression again. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and this time it's Giorgio. Yep. Huh? Yeah. yeah. How, did, how did she get on there? Yeah. yeah, so I do have a note, like, is she just going to show up as part of every weird problem they face, right? You know, it's like, <laughs> this is... Uh, and, and, and this is part of a disturbing trend 
that I feel is going has threatens the rest of the season, right? Mm-hmm. They have done some very powerful storytelling that involves the loss of characters we love. Yep. Right? And that makes the stories extremely powerful emotionally because we experience that loss, right? Mm-hmm. If you keep bringing these characters back, then you rob us of that emotional echo chamber, right? Yes. And we start to feel manipulated, mm-hmm. right? Yep. And so that's uh, uh, going to get worse in this episode. <laughs> oh, yes. <laughs> um, so Several anyway, shades of worse, yes. It is interesting that Pike doesn't know she's the emperor. Yes, yes. And he starts talking to her because... Everybody in Starfleet went to went to the academy with everybody else at the same time. Clearly, exactly <laughs> the same one, four years. It was yeah. only one class. <laughs> That's right. They all graduated top honors. They right. were all excellent. <laughs> yes. Yeah. yeah. And they uh, anyway. So she's not uh, answering any of his questions. But but she does reveal that she's hunting Spock. Um, right. Which uh, and then uh, Pike gets a call from Holo Leland. So apparently the Holo. Holo projectors aren't completely disabled on the ship, because uh, you yes. remember last week Pike said, "Cut the shut them all down." Right. Or the week, couple weeks ago, but yeah, but that may just be the you know your dad's response to like throw that remote control away. You know, it never works because the batteries are dead. You know, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he's pointed at the he's pointing the wrong end at the right, TV yeah, or something. Exactly. Yes. Uh, yeah, so they they have an interesting conflict uh, between him and Leland. Of course, they're also old friends because everybody's old friends. In friends because they all graduated the same yeah. class. So. And uh, essentially, you know, uh, Pike is trying to tread on his credentials. This, you know, I know Spock. I do not believe that there is that these charges are credible, mm-hmm. credible. And you know, I would like to go find him. Blah blah blah. And Leland is not having it. Yep. You know, yep. we do our job so you can do your job, right? Mm-hmm. Which is a yeah. kind of a threat, right? Oh, yeah. And, uh, and Pike takes it as such. Uh, so this this interaction happens, and um, I don't... I Giorgio don't is sprung. You know, it's like, what was the point? Mm-hmm. Uh, kind of like the whole... Just this, I think it was to announce that she's back in the episode, you know, sort of. Yeah. Or Section 31 is now involved. And yes, um, and I did not, I just cannot, I don't know why, you know, unless there's yeah. some sort of story arc down the road that this just wasn't necessary, it was an unnecessary complication. The episodes are getting a little busy this season, yep. uh, and that whole plot was section 31. I mean, what is the point with bringing Tyler back? Yeah, you know, I mean, this again, we've we've had we've made our emotional goodbye to Tyler, we don't need to keep seeing him how can we miss you if you never leave (laughs) so can't miss you if you ain't gone (laughs) yeah so that's been kind of my problem uh past couple episodes this episode is specifically bad about it and it will get much worse uh as we go on but uh so anyway like again it seems unnecessary but here we are dealing with section 31 yep uh but now we get back to an interesting part of the show which is stamets trying to figure out how to save tilly Tilly, Tilly. Whenever, whenever, whenever we revolve around Tilly, things get more enjoyable. Yes, they um, get better almost immediately. Yes, um, or and Stamets' interaction. Yes, with, uh, well, Stamets uh, is 
is always interesting. I really like his character. I like Tilly. Burnham is better when she interacts with Tilly than when she interacts with anybody else, especially yes. uh, Ash Tyler. <clears throat> yep, yep. Um, yeah. Um, but anyway, so yeah, so Stamets is like trying to figure this out. It's like, was she dissolved or was she transported? And, you know, he's, Stamets is on it trying to, you know, make this determination. He's running tests and trying to find DNA and organic material or, you know, right, and that's not, sort of not the, fungal the, organic yeah, material. <laughs> right, yeah, that's the, that's the indicator, right? Yeah. If she was dissolved or digested, then her DNA would be in the cocoon someplace, right? Yep. But yep. if she was transported, there would be no. And, and when they do their scan, there is none. Yep. Right. Yes. Um, so, you know, his, his idea is that the, the cocoon is kind of like a mycelial transporter. Yep. Yeah. It's organic. An organic transporter. Yep. Well, you know, that's the, the network is all organic. So. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And so uh, Tilly, uh, the next scene, actually wakes up in the network. In, in fungus land. Yeah. Yes, right. yeah. May's home. That's right. Yes. Tilly in fungus land. Um, <laughs> the, so this is, now this is a really interesting this, all of this begins to turn very weird um, because we had information in the first season that using the spore drive mm -hmm. was damaging the network. Yep. And they, you know, that so and 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 that basically the person who was causing that damage was evil stamets mm -hmm. yeah yeah so I mean, we kind of expected them to mothball the drive uh because they knew that they were damaging the network but they didn't they mothballed it and then they even didn't mothball it when they said they were going to yeah uh, because um stamets you know, had to do an illegal body modification with illegal human mm -hmm. experimentation uh, to be able to interface with the network without being destroyed. Yep. Yeah. But now, you know, May is telling us that he, Stamets, is a monster who is destroying the network. Mm-hmm. All of yep. the, or the or, or yeah, he's he's. So that's why that's why she thought he was the captain because he pilots when he's in the mycelial network. Mm -hmm. Yep. Okay. Yeah. So she has brought Tilly here to kill the monster that is destroying the network, mm -hmm. um, which is kind of weird because that's not either one of the Stamitzes. Right? Yes. Yeah. yeah. So now, now it's a little weird, and yeah, I feel like we're retconning a a, a a problem here, right? Yeah. Well, uh, we are. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, so. Uh, anyway, and, and it's going to get worse. The retcon is going to get really, really worse in a little bit. But mm -hmm. <laughs> um, so um, th she explains that that they are the recyclers of the network. They take every everything that 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 the energy and the matter that falls into the network, and they they repurpose it. Yep. Um, and so, but basically, there is a monster who is using a toxin to destroy the the forest mm -hmm. right the, yes. the mycelial forest right and yep. so she wants tilly to kill it and tilly agrees that she will kill it yes yeah um so yes okay, anyway um, yeah so okay so things got weird in fungus land yeah um, and, and, 
it, it really just, is good, it, but it, it's just yeah, it felt inconsistent with the story we had already been told. Yes, well, right? we're, we keep getting new inconsistencies with right. this whole situation, and it's almost like it's it's a a vehicle for the writers to try and get some point across. But yes, yes, they, yeah. They they this is what a retcon usually is for, right? Is yes. I want to do something new. Canon is not allowing me to do that. Retcon man shows up. Yeah, that's and right. Starts slash hacking and slashing. Pull, pull out the new pen. Yeah. And so, anyway. I mean, some retcons are retcons are, are are brilliant and good, like the 2009 reboot using the you know the the time travel to split the universe into two so they could tell new stories was brilliant. Yes. I mean, it's too yeah. bad they wasted the opportunity, but it was a brilliant retcon. Um, okay. This just feels awkward. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I'm anyway. done ranting about the retcon okay. for now. <laughs> for, for now. <laughs> you'll, you'll be back. <laughs> <laughs> That's right, because it will be too. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Anyway, so yeah, then we get then we get the whole Section 31 liaison, which mm-hmm. is guess who? We get Ash another guess who? Yeah. Ash. Yeah. Um, Pike wonders about Giorgio, and, and Burnham wants to tell him, but basically it's a longer conversation. Right. Um, and, you know, so she's torn. You know, she wants... She wants Pike to have the information, but she's also been, uh, you know, uh, classified out of no, not talking about it. So yeah, that and you can't just whisper this in the hallway. You know, yeah, this, exactly. is, this, has to, this is a long conversation, right? So <laughs> yeah, uh, you know, fortunately she has a good relationship with Pike, and he's a good guy. So he just says, "Okay, uh, I'll wait, but don't make me chase you for the information." Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Uh, yep. So they come up with a plan which completely blew me out of the show (laughs) i mean the the mycel network works as a concept if you don't think about it too much yes right when you start saying okay look all we have to do is jump halfway in and use mm-hmm. the discovery like a doorstop to keep the door open, then we can physically go into the, you've lost me. That doesn't make yeah. any sense at all, and I'm not following anymore, and I, I'm, I'm thinking too much about that and not enough about the story. Yeah. Right? Yep. Yes, but that is their plan. <laughs> yes, and then they have about an hour to execute it, and Pike from Great Line, so far I hate this plan. Right, yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, he, he and I are on the same page. Same page, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, actually, uh, Pike was one of the saving graces of this episode. He he remained solid and funny. Yes, and, you know, uh, very good. So yeah, so I really like him. Yeah. Well, Tilly Tilly has her moments in here too. Um, yeah, but, yeah. Uh, Tilly Tilly and, and and yeah, and Stamets is always good. You know, he's a really yep. really enjoy him. Uh, there will be parts later we'll talk about that aren't great, but that's not yeah. his fault. Yep. Um, but, um, so. Uh, the idea is that they are going to put half the ship into the Mycel network, and then they're going to put, and, and the network is going to try to break down the ship. Yes, right. But, so, but they can't digest titanium too easily. Apparently. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but, but it, but it will. Oh, yeah. It just won't do it too easily, right? So, so they have to move the entire crew to the. Uh, starboard side of the ship <laughs> starboard side because they're going to be dipping the other side port side the port side <laughs> yeah. into this thing and if they touch it they will get warped like the the people that they found on the original ship that tried this yes um 
I almost said the Doninger, but that's a different show. That's that's that would be. That would be <laughs> I'm watching too much. I, I wish I, I wish I'd go back in time and tell my younger self the problem you're going to have in the future is too much great science fiction on television. <laughs> yes. And your and your 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 future your 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 past self would go. This is not a problem. <laughs> right. I mean, my past self would be watching rockets that have flames coming out the back and, like, and going up, you know. Yes. And, and yeah. <laughs> While the rockets fly sideways. Or, yeah. or right, right. Or you can see the actual strings that hold the rocket mm. up. Right? Yeah. yeah. It, was, it was pretty bad stuff. Um, but yeah. So anyway. Um, uh, let's see. They execute so, this insane bold plan. Yes. Yes. This you know, is, yeah. Stamets and Burnham get in the. In the chamber, which is like the uh, the airlock for the between worlds, um, Somehow, the only safe place, uh, I guess you know. Yeah, but when yeah. they come out of it into the mycelial network, they're okay. I yeah. don't understand how that works, just because they right. were in the chamber. I don't know. Anyway, yeah, the science we, we can't think about this too much because yeah. it just doesn't hold together very well. Anyway, it's, it's so. a magic trick that only works if you don't look at it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> You intentionally don't watch the distraction. <laughs> right. um, uh, so uh, we cut to um, we cut to Tilly, who who goes who's I, now. This is a great line because the ship shows up, mm-hmm. right? And and Tilly is standing there. No, yeah. Now now be you know remember that the mycelial network is the size of the universe. Right? Yes. So <laughs> they aimed pretty well. <laughs> it's a pretty good job. Yeah. Right? But she does have a great line. That's probably for me. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. Um, uh, anyway, so uh, she May is getting very upset because yeah. she she needs she wants a solution to this problem. Her world is being destroyed, and if you look around, you see it looks like a forest after a fire. Yeah, right. Yep. And there's black stuff everywhere, and all the plants are dead. She can't touch anything because it's covered in a toxin from the monster, right? Yeah. Um, so you know, Tilly promises to kill the monster, and she goes. Yeah, it's like the, we got a she got better chance of defeating them that thing with help. And, right. and he goes, "What are you doing with your tiny finger?" Yeah. <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> yes, I, that's a great line. So they do the inter- intergalactic pinky, pinky swear, swear, and yep. she goes in and gets a gun. <laughs> and, oh, and this is a great scene. Yeah. Walking down the hall of the of the discovery with a. I have a type three phaser, and that is bigger than a one or a two. So you better watch out. I don't yeah, know exactly what it means, but that oh. is that is a good that is a good line. A little bit of humor there, very funny. Yeah. Uh, but um, uh, so th- the problem now is that Stamets and Burnham are also on the mycelial side of the ship. Yep. And they understand that she has just gone into the uh, the armory. And, yes. And they want to know why she's armed herself, right? And yep. there is uh, a moment where you're worried that they're going to run into each other and start shooting because everybody has guns at this point mm-hmm. except for May. Yes. Yeah. Um, but they 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 actually meet up with Tilly and very quickly begin working together, which they have to because they only have an hour mm-hmm. before the hull is compromised on the Discovery. Yep, and I am uh, always amazed that you know they will put a trillion dollar uh, asset 
and the lives of several thousand people in jeopardy to save one person. Yes. Yeah. Uh, because I don't believe that that would actually happen. That's the Starfleet <laughs> way. Yeah. They would do anything uh, within reason yeah. to save somebody just like we do right mm -hmm. uh, now. But, you know, you would not just sail... Uh, an aircraft carrier yeah into a whirlpool to try to save yeah. one sailor who fell overboard you know i mean that's yeah. that's it doesn't make it isn't the risk reward is not not there but yep. but this yeah. is star trek so you know they're going after yeah. tilly yep and uh uh there's a there is a lot of hesitation on may's part because she just wants to kill the monster right mm -hmm. and yep. the starfleet folks want to understand the problem before they start shooting yeah <laughs> right so uh, anyway, so they start, they go looking uh, for the creature, and it's on board the ship now. Yeah. And uh, they find... Here. Conveniently. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, I mean, they don't, don't have much time. Yeah. Um, so they they find Hugh. Yeah. Um, but he's in a really bad way. Uh, and it turns out that he is defending himself from being decomposed by the fungi yeah by shedding a toxin which kills yeah. the the fungi yep. but i mean he's one person yeah he's he's yeah. a tiny little dollop of mass shedding a little bit of toxin in a in a, a galactic size university universal sized river you know yeah and yeah. so it, it didn't that didn't make a whole lot of sense yeah, um, it doesn't. um yeah we also get the um we also get the cutout to uh ash calling the section you know discovery is having problems it's getting sucked in it's it can't hold it so ash calls the section 31 ship to tractor them out uh, you know touch that tow rope and pull yeah but yeah. um which is you know kind of a cool scene except uh, you know, the Section 31 just materializes instantly like it was there all along. Well, it was there all along, yeah. and they get called out on that, right? Yeah, they, they were do. Cloaked. That's what, yeah. yeah, they were camouflaged. They don't say cloaked. But, yeah, so yeah. they've been shadowing the Discovery. Yeah. And um, so, yeah, so that's that's kind of a, <laughs> that's a, that's an iffy thing to do to yeah. a fellow officer that you knew so well in Starfleet. Yes. One of your um, buddies. Yeah, or, yeah. yeah, it's in the Academy. Uh, yeah, so then there's all that hugger marker. I got I got to admit, I didn't even take notes on half this stuff because I just thought yeah. like, oh, well, I know what this scene's going to be about because this is all boiler template stuff. It's, you it's know. Stamet, I mean, as soon as Stamet reaches out to Hugh and Tilly talks May off the ledge, they start dialoguing. Mm. It's just... Oh, that drove me absolutely crazy because we got a scene right before that where they said the hull was 78% compromised. Yeah, and, and they're, then and they're sitting there dialoguing right. about how important everything is and how we're going to save it. It's like, good God, people. Oh. You would do that in the debrief, right, not here. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, it was crazy. It was just, it was so wrong-headed that it made me angry. Yeah, um, it's just... It and, totally tore me out of the story. Yeah, so point. then, you know, they they... They decide they're going to save. Uh, they're going to save Hugh. They, they'll bring him back through the airlock, you know. Yeah. Uh, but when he tries to go into the airlock, he doesn't. He can't do it because. And this is when I really got lost because yeah. they start talking about how he was rebuilt with the atoms from inside the network, even though it's his. 
DNA. Uh, they're dialoguing again, and yeah. it's just like, oh, man. It makes any sense at all. Uh, that he can't go because he's basically he's part of the network. He's not yeah. human anymore. And then they come up with the idea that well, you can use the cocoon to yeah. use his DNA to reconstruct him on the other side. Yeah. So, you know, that that was just and and because they put it in a moment when we just found out the halls were seventy eight percent, you know, compromised. Yeah. This just got frustrating. It was hard to even listen to it because it just sounded like junk, you know? Yeah, yeah. Um, was, yeah. So they're, they... They're trying they, to explain their... The writer's trying to explain their theory so right. that you get it, and they're not doing a good job. Right, um, and he's doing it at the wrong time. Yeah. Uh, you know, it. yeah, it's... It, it, this is not a well-constructed episode. Yep. And um, so they basically decide that they're going to try to just get back themselves and then pull him through the, in the cocoon. Yeah, yeah. And so then they have this dumb scene, which is in so many movies, and it's so manipulative, and they, it's the unexplained pause before we're back. We made it, mm-hmm. right? Yep. It's, it, I remember in Independence Day when it happened, I was in the theater, and they were like, you know, are you there? Are you there? Did you make it back? Did you make it back? And there's this long yeah. pause, and then he goes... We made it, you know? Yeah. And I was like, that's the most manipulative thing I have seen. And this movie is full of obvious manipulations, you know? Yeah. That, it's, it's so funny because Independence Day is not a good movie. Yep. It's, it is a fun movie, but it's not good. It's, it's just not. a bunch of boilerplate crap scenes put together to manipulate you into cheering at the end, you know? Yeah. And one great speech from one of the Bills. Is it yes. Pullman? No, it's not Pullman. It's uh, no, is it Pullman? <laughs> I don't, I don't remember. I don't anyway, remember. anyway, uh, anyway, one of the bills, and uh, so yes, and why? Why am I talking about that? This this podcast isn't about Independence Day, but you know what? It's going to be on Wednesday because we're going to be talking about the top ten best uh, or most Movies important science fiction films of the 1990s, and you know we should maybe talk about one of the worst ones, Independence Day, yeah. that is considered to be one of the best. Okay, uh, <laughs> back on back on track. Back on track. Let's finish this sucker off. Oh yeah. So, yeah. We finally, you know, so they get back and everybody's happy and Hugh's back and he's getting hugs and Pike meets the Admiral. Well, first, I want to hold on one second because I am not done ranting about the fact that they have wasted all of these emotional goodbyes now. Every single person we've lost that we loved is back. Yep. And that just really removes the drama from any, any situation. Yes. And uh, it lowers the stakes. You know, it's like, well, no matter what, we're going to get them back. You know. Yeah. And whereas I guess everybody gets to come back. You know. Yeah, like, yeah. It's like, it, and it's like all of these uh, broken love stories. You know, between mm-hmm. Ash Tyler and Burnham, between a Hugh and Paul. You know, they they just keep coming back. <laughs> yeah. You know, it's like, well, then I'm sorry I shed a tear for your loss because it was yes. fake. Yeah, right? That's right. Yeah. So so again, that was that. I was like, oh, you got to be kidding me! They're going to undo one of the great stories yeah. of of this show, and that really that 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 was very disappointing for me. Yeah, it, it is because it's was one of the things that w- that we thought made this different from normal Star right. Trek's was there there were stakes. There were stakes. People yeah. died. People got lost, like in real life. Mm-hmm. And you have Not to move just on. Red shirts. 
not just yeah, disposable not just... people whose names you don't know, but people yeah. you have an emotional investment in. Yes. And and now now they're back, and I just yes. it really it is disappointing. And I yeah. now I'm starting to understand some of the criticism I heard about season two mm-hmm. uh, yep. before I watched any of the show. You know. Yeah. So that's that's interesting. We'll have to see if if it uh, if it manages to make its way back. Yep. Um, but anyway, so the admiral decides that uh, she needs to get her boys to play together, and so she calls them to a face-to-face meeting. Yep. Or and, a holo to holo or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Well, no, I think they're all three. They're actually there because oh, yes, he yeah. beams in. Oh, that's and, right. And and then uh, you know she basically says, "Quit marking your territory and start working together. We got to find Spock." Yep. Yeah, because he's he's got some he's got information, and um, we need it. So. Yeah. Yeah, and she also mentions she drops a little bit of data for us, which is that um, that the red bursts leave a trail of tachyon particles. Yeah. And that we know is sometimes associated with time travel. Yep. Could be other things. But or cloaking and transporters, but yeah. probably time travel. Yeah. Yeah. Knowing knowing this show, probably yeah. time travel. Probably the least Occam's razor does not apply here. Yeah. No. <laughs> yeah. So uh, yeah, so they uh, so you know they apologize to each other and you know whatever, and uh, you think it's over. It's still not over uh, because <laughs> right. now the emperor uh, tries to get Burnham uh, on her side, saying that she wants to save Spock as much as as Burnham does. Yeah, yeah, right, and yeah, but Burnham ain't going to buy it because you know it's like said this. I guess her line was said the scorpion to the frog. Yeah, um, and and yeah. she, you know, and it's funny because Georgiou says at some point you're going to have to start trusting me, and I'm like, no, never. I mean, no. there's no point where you start trusting someone like that. You know, yeah, she's a psychopath. Yeah. She's not the other Georgiou. <laughs> yes, you may have to work with her, but you always don't trust her, right? Because exactly. you always know that yeah. something's going to happen. Something bad's going to happen. She, and I think, she does not have your best interest at heart. Yeah, exactly. Um, and I think that if you know, if you're, you know, if you're working with someone from the CIA, you know better than to trust them. Yeah. Right. I mean, you may have to work with them, but you never trust them. Yeah. I mean, that their job calls for them to be untrustworthy, <laughs> right? <laughs> and uh, you know, so and, and there's a great line at the end of Three Days of the Condor, when the the uh, section chief or whoever it is from the CIA is, t- is talking to Robert Redford, and he says, you know, someday we're going to run out of gas, and the Americans are going to expect us to find more gas, and they yep. aren't going to ask us how we got it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And it's like that's their operating modus operandi right there. <laughs> yes. So Yeah. And then but then some something good, uh the previews for next episode, it looks like we're going back to Saru's world. Yes, yes we are. Actually. And that looks exciting. It will be it will be interesting. But um yeah, I this whole this whole episode wrapped up really really oddly too. It, you know, we got you know, at least Tilly was like, you know, she had a very real reaction to being back. Mm-hmm. Um, that was wonderful. But we get Burnham in another angsty dialogue, you know, still mm-hmm. searching for her path. And it's just, uh, it's just, they're, they're getting way too uh, expositional here. Um, mm-hmm. uh, it's just, it's, and it doesn't really add anything to the story. I mean. 
Yeah, you, you want your characters to have an internal life and an internal monologue, but you don't want mm-hmm. them to be droning on about it all the time, yeah. right? Yeah, I mean, you want them to hint at it, and you, right. want, you want to discover it. You don't want them to tell it to you. Right, exactly, and, yeah. and that, that's a huge thing with Burnham is the fact that she is uh, she's a talker. You know, she's constantly has these emotional problems, and she talks about them all the time. And I really prefer to get involved with the, these kinds of things through their actions yeah. and less through their words, right? Yep. Um, yeah. yeah, I think, honestly, I think probably Burnham is probably the weak, the weak link of the, of the series. Yeah. Um, yep. And they need to fix that somehow. Yeah, well, it's just it's the way the writers are trying to, you know, narrate the story. Um, and it's just, it's not... It's, it doesn't work for me anyway. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Yep. Okay, well, so we had one, we had a couple of off episodes, um, but that does not dampen our enthusiasm. We are diehard Star Trek fans, so we That's will right. be back next week to watch the next episode when we get to see what Saru's homeworld is like. Again, we we got some explanations coming because he's got he's told some weird stories about life yeah, on his planet. Right. <laughs> you got some explaining to do here. Yeah. And, uh, but we are going to see you all or talk to you all before then, because on Wednesday we are going to be doing uh, the top 10 1990s science fiction. And when we say top 10, we mean top 10 to us. Yes. Not, right. yeah. we, we are we're in <laughs> yeah. no way trying to pass judgment on what everybody else thinks is top yeah. 10. We don't really care. Yeah, <laughs> it's it's like... most important to us, essentially. Yes. And then, of course, we also have an extremely liberal... Uh, uh, honorable mention. <laughs> we, we have another dozen <laughs> that go in there, but uh, that'll be fun. So we will be talking to all of you then. Uh, so thank you for joining us, and we will talk to you on Wednesday. Goodbye, everybody. Bye, everybody.